when did you fall in love with like women in hip hop? Happy gang, gang. New Year! It's 2022. We're about to do big things. Um, big shit popping. Big shit popping. Real hot girl shit. Real hot girl shit. Um, and that song that you just heard was "My Bitches" by Day Sulan. Um, and this was actually <laughs> Mariah's uh pick. So yeah, Mariah, explain this song Mar- a little bit more. Yeah, Mariah. how did you find this? Um, okay, so I got a new phone recently. Yay! I, um, I got an iPhone 11, and so I switched companies from AT and T to Verizon. And so when I switched companies, they gave me a free phone, and then they were like, "You can also have six months free of Apple Music." So um, wait, pause the story. You said you switched to Verizon? Yeah. Interesting, because most people leave Verizon, but keep going. Um, I've been an AT&T <laughs> customer for 10 years. Um, was not worth it. It was not worth being an AT&T. You can't be loyal to these people. No loyalty, but uh, Verizon has, you know, apparently better service and better stuff. And I got a free phone and I got free Apple Music for six months. Do I really care for Apple Music? No. However, when... um. <laughs> I'm like I have Apple Music. I'm like I know, I know you do. Push yeah, it. you're the only one. It sucks. <laughs> but bro. but it was free. But it was free. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm right. like, whatever. I'm gonna use it because it's free. Um, and I was just like, like they made me a mix, and they asked me like, what kind of artists I like. So they made me a mix, and it came on my mix, and I was like, why have I never like listened to this? And this song came on my mix, and I was like, I like this. I didn't know. I don't know who De Sulan is. Um, you know, before this, like, but I, I think I knew that she was like, um, signed to like YG's, um, uh, record mm-hmm. label, but I don't think I ever like set out like, uh, intentionally or rather like to listen to her music. Um, so that's how I came up on this song. It just came on my shuffle and I didn't like press, you know, next because, you know, um, I try and be informed. Like we come on here and talk right. to y'all about being informed um i gotta practice what i preach so i listened to the For song sure. um i really like it uh i don't know how y'all, I like I don't know y'all feel about it but i like it it's I it's don't, cute it's i very like west these coast. room songs <laughs> yeah. it's very mm-hmm. west coast and it's like a Close. very me and my bitches you know i like the friend songs yeah. like you know like best friend and stuff right because like it's like it yeah. makes you feel good doesn't it like make you reminisce for those days when it would be you and your friends Getting yeah, ready, cute. getting ready to go out. Y'all are about to I miss the club. free gaming. I, I miss the summertime. Okay, exactly. Uh, we can go back to the summer. Girl, you live in wait. Hold on, you live in the summer. It's cold. Okay, it's cold right now, Shermie. Sixty. Sixty. Um, actually, I don't know what it is today because um, <laughs> it's not cold. That's it's, uh, not excuse cold. me, it's fifty-two degrees right now. So. Ooh. Okay, y'all can fucking relax. <laughs> Ashamed of yourself, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. I was like, y'all not gonna shame me. Blood. Y'all not gonna shame me. I have not. I nope, nope. I have not lived in Chicago in yeah. five years. 
Okay. But didn't you went to school in Philadelphia? Don't get cold in Philadelphia. Okay, and I haven't lived in Philadelphia in years again. And and I don't know. This is sounding like a lot of cap, but you know, we can just move out to LA for two days and then they just think. You know what? I've lived in LA for almost three years. So that's two days. You know what? You know what? Real time. Real time. I cannot believe I come here and I'm being attacked. (laughs) <laughs> no, but if, okay, if you want another song to listen to from uh, Day Sulan, her and yes. Ruby Rose have a song. Uh, I think it's called Big. Okay. Oh, and, you know, I'm on the Ruby Rose train now. So I'm about to say, so I was like, okay, uh, try that one out next. Definitely, so. definitely. But what's up with y'all? How was the new year? How was the little break? Um, how was that? Winter break was great. great. How are you Winter- doing? <laughs> Winter break was cool. I think that, like, I never appreciated just, like, being still for so long like you know just spending time with quality uh with family and stuff like that and like I don't know not doing too much like even New Year's like just hung out in the house with like my family and we like cooked a meal and like you know watched the ball drop and I was like this was like just enough so I had a good time that's so good yeah I'm glad um my winter break was terrible no no not terrible (laughs) I can't stand you she always goes with some bad news (laughs) No, so I had I had the stomach flu. No. Oh, oh no! I didn't know that. So I, I was out bad, but Ooh. I do agree on the quality time part. That shit was fun. <laughs> but I had oh, the stomach sorry. flu for like two weeks. Oh no! Two weeks. So I was just out bad. So what happened was I. So my mom and them they didn't cook for um for Christmas, but mm-hmm. we had. For Thanksgiving, my aunt made us a big pan of macaroni and cheese. Mind mm-hmm. you, I'm the only one that eats it. So, like, we froze the rest of it. Right. <laughs> so, we unfroze you, it for... You froze mac and cheese? Yeah. Did you do that? I've yeah. never heard people freeze everything. My mom yeah. froze a sweet potato pie. I've never mm-hmm. heard of freezing mac and cheese. Like, with dairy ingredients, though? That's... Yeah. I don't know. Long story short, we unfroze it. And then, like, the next day... My stomach was like, yeah. we were not friends, and so I thought. So, so I thought I had COVID because, like, I couldn't. I was just thinking everything is COVID at this point. Like, uh, I can't move, and my stomach was hurt. And I was like, yo, mm-hmm. I might have COVID. I had to take an at home test. Like, it was a mess, but I'm better now. We're good. Yay! Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm very I'm glad. glad that you're feeling better. That does sound <laughs> terrible. Um, honestly, like same thing, pretty much just like chilling and relaxing. I didn't go home for Christmas. Um, but I had a really good time, like just like being alone. Like I spent a lot of time alone in the past Mm -hmm. couple of weeks and it felt so good, like to spend all that time with me, you know, um, and do a lot of things. I'm getting really back into like my fitness and health shit. So I'm. I'm at the gym again. I started lifting. Um, you know, I'm so I'm doing a lot of a lot of things, and um, I'm really like uh, trying to prep for my 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 vacation to Mexico in two months. I'm gonna say you about so, to go to Mexico. Um, so again, we're trying to find a sugar daddy for the summer. So right, put the team on. Got to put the team on. 
Um, so uh, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like feeling chill. Like I'm like I was telling Shermie earlier. Like I got my period today, so <laughs> I got my period. Oh. I got my period yesterday, but oh, tomatoes, tomatoes, tomato, tomato. But honestly, <laughs> like I was telling Shermie, it's the first time I've gotten my period since like October. So um, I guess it's uh, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like very good. Congratulations! Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You know, we dodged a bullet there because it was touch and go for a while. It would be touch and go. It was touch and go for a while. And I was like, I said she wanted to start the new year with the bang. I was like, (laughs) now, wait a minute. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Do I need to go? So I went to Planned Parenthood and I was like, just, 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 just to be sure. Just keeping things. Just to be sure. Um, Ain't ain't nothing up in there, right? Because we got no room in this crib for no cribs. Okay. For nobody else. And um, not no room in the inn. Okay, yeah. Jesus. No, and we ain't got no rooms at the inn. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm turning him away. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm blocking my blessings. I'm blocking. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, I don't need I it dependent on my taxes. Okay? I'll take whatever they give me. Um, right. I'm dependent on me. On me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that. So let's some hot topics here everybody we know y'all missed us and missed that and there hasn't been a lot of mess um or was it at the end of the year that's really good but but things are are, are heating up again um we have to talk about and i hate to talk about men i really (laughs) fucking do especially ugly ass niggas but um, irrelevant ones, ugly dirty ass ones, niggas, dusty, ones, dusty ones. Ooh, the ugliest niggas you have ever seen. Why do they exist? Why ones? niggas always want to start a podcast? And I say this as people who have a podcast, but why don't y'all just go to therapy instead? How about that? So, oh so Asian Doll recently walked out of a recording for a podcast of the Fresh and Fit podcast with two um, ugly ass, misogynistic, uh, black men. Um, because they were insulting her. Like I watched that video and they were, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. And I think, and I don't even like the way that it's like set like, up. Set up. Yeah, the set up. It makes you, I'm like, who are these people? And it, and, like, how are you all connected? And it makes you feel a little bit trapped. Like I'm watching it and it feels like those women are like, like, these oh, no, men that's are the purpose. On me. I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm sure. Like, sure. from what I've seen, people people watch that show to watch them harass women and, like, kick women oh, out. Really? And, like, th- like, people like to see that. And it just That's pissed dramatic. me off. But you know what? She got up and she was, like, being, like, she, they were disrespecting her, talking about, like, oh, I don't need to know. I like King Von. I don't need to know his bitch or anything like that. Like, his yeah. I was, like, now, see, she better. First of all, she's her own person she better than aside me. from him. She better than me. <laughs> She better than me because I would have jumped across that motherfucking table. You want to know what it was? She saw that she was nominated for our Where's Your Publicist category. And she said, right? not, and again. She like, she said not again. She said not again. Together. She said not it's again. It's a new year, new me. And she she has. It is a new year. She got she just got uh, a new like uh, distribution deal for her music. Mm. She's talking about mm. how in 2022 she wants to go mainstream. And I think it shows incredible growth. That she said, you know, this is not a situation that's serving me. And I'm going to get up right. and I'm going to leave. Because leave. listen, you can say a lot of shit about Asian Doll. Um, but you can't say she can't rap. Can never say she can't rap. 
can she's ever, a lot of things. She's a lot of things. Uh, but a bad rapper is not one. Not one. Not one. Okay. I really that flow think is that crazy. they okay? thought that they Please. would get like a viral moment and like people would be yeah. on, their, on side. their side because the the internet drags Asian doll. But to be yeah. fair, they drag her for good reasons. Yeah, like she, she be doing some be some wild. weird shit. So mm-hmm. it be worth it the drags that she be getting. This one, it just made absolutely no sense. None. Like, there was really no None. purpose for it. And I'm gonna be honest, if you have a podcast. And you got ten people in the room. Why do you? Know, why do you think side conversations not gonna happen? I'm so sorry. Like, right. Why is there ten exactly. people there? And then on top of exactly. that, and then on top of that, who is like bringing your? And I hate this is why most. This is why I do not care. I do not care for men's opinions about hip hop. This is why I just don't give a fuck because it's like Hicks. because it's like who brings someone onto their podcast. To just like shit on them and make them feel bad about themselves, like as a on a person to person level, what is what happened to you? Why are you so hurt? Why do you hate yourself so much that you need to bring other people down like that? Like you invited her as a guest onto your right, show, she took time, took time out of her schedule to come onto the show, and you just shit on her the whole time and make her feel bad. But Get that's the, the fuck out of podcast to do. Honestly, the fuck out of here. I'm with you, uh, Mariah. I want all podcasts gone, even if that means <laughs> where my girls at got to be a fallen soldier in the war. I I'll take the L for I all of them to leave. The thing is, I will take the L. I will take this. It. Reminds me. This reminds me of that tweet. It was like, "Who's the messy messiest person you know?" I bet it's a man. And it, it is. is. And it is. Always will be. It and always it always will, will be because niggas ain't shit. Okay. In conclusion, uh, the true Real Housewives. No, Atlanta. okay, no. But listen, why were the men on Real Housewives of Atlanta always the messiest? Mm. Patricia, mm. I'm about to say, Mr. Peter Gunn. I mean, what's not say not Gunn? But listen, Peter if you want, he, is, if he you, was messy. You want to talk Peter about it? Messy too. So but if you want to talk about it, yo. But if you want to talk about it, exactly. Um. So then, moving on. So fifteen. Right, so fifteen oh one. Um. Which I don't know. Like they just got bought out. Actually. Yeah, I thought they got bought they got out. Bought Wait, out I don't think it was fifteen oh one who got bought out. I think it's three hundred who got bought out. Right, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're so right. So different, right, different, right. different. Fifteen oh one is. I think Megan is still signed to them. Megan, okay, so I'm. I was trying to understand the layers to this. Yeah, Megan yeah. is signed to them as a recorded artist. Yeah, but mm-hmm. three hundred is her distribution. Okay. Now, what does okay. that mean? I have no clue. I guess they just distribute the music. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what that means. Yeah. Sure. This is so complicated. Yeah, it is. It's so, um, so complicated. But, <laughs> Don't but they, um, they have a new artist. They have a new artist. Her name is mm-hmm. Martina. Martina. Um, is Marie. that just it? Martina Marie. Um, and now she's doing car freestyles over Megan's uh song. car freestyles. Like, okay, but that's what she was. She was sitting in the car. It was. It was no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> It was it was so funny, like just watching this though. First of all, I did not like the freestyle. Um, and maybe I'm biased because you know, obviously, Omega Stallion. I mean, I thought it was but, good, like, but I just think the whole situation that they're putting her in, like they're trying, like, they're trying to build up this feud, but it's not working because Megan is not yeah. going to engage. They're miles away. They're they're miles they're, away from it, each it, other in terms of like being able to interact. Yeah. yeah, to interact. So it's like it doesn't even make sense. But I don't know. I, and they're call, I she's like calling herself style. Martina Snow, and I understand. Uh, I understand wanting to capitalize off of someone else's like you know thing that worked really well know. for them. 
Um, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying I would do it. I'm saying I see how someone could be like, oh, that worked for her. She's from where I, right. she's from where I'm from. I, I mm-hmm. got bars too. Let's see if it works mm-hmm. for me. But I think what you're missing is like the the charisma, you know, the real oomph, right. the real oomph behind like what Megan does and how committed she is to being Tina Snow. And you think yeah. you think you put on the costume or you get in the car and you freestyle and and it's like and that's it and boom you're gonna have this feud with Megan and her fans and they're gonna hate listen to your music and it's gonna be a whole Nikki and Cardi situation because as much as you want to say maybe it didn't that really helped Cardi you know in in her career in 2018 having that I feel like- that that energy behind her um, but it's just like I feel like we're in a place in music where we're past that, you know? And where mm-hmm. I feel like right now, especially for women in rap, it's it's more about camaraderie and sisterhood than it than it is about like uh, you know, all these bitches my sons or you know, um there can only be one. Like I don't feel that anymore. So, I saw I was looking at the comments underneath this and it just made me realize how much like the internet hates Megan Oh, yeah, um, they do. They, it's weird. And it's, it's really weird. It's the men on the internet who hate Megan that are like, oh, this is fire. This is fire. And I'm like, does no one realize how weird this is? Does they no one care. realize how they weird this care. is? They want anything to like tear her down, and it's ridiculous. So, I mean, I don't know if I can support Miss Martina Marie unless she gets I mean, her own gimmick. Like, cause I, that's the thing. So, as I'm thinking about 1501 and the women that they have. Megan, Eric, like they did the same thing or attempted to do the same thing with Erica. Um, now with Martina, uh, the only thing I could really say, so I'm gonna say this: I'm not above a beef. However, no, of course not. I'm I'm here for a beef that's like genuinely, like cordial. Yeah, like like it's it's a genuine like yeah, I'm really beefing with you. Not like I'm signed to this label. This label hates you. Every time they get a woman artist, they do the same. They try to do the same thing, beef with Megan, while using the same tactics, I guess you can say, that they use to help Megan build herself and then, like, try to separate them. So, like, now as you look at, like, um, Erica Banks, you people will rarely bring up Megan compared to when they did in the beginning. And I'm happy that she was able to get away from that and, like, really start... I'm gonna say it really mm-hmm. starts to make her own identity because now we can actually just see her as an artist and yeah. see her grow on her own. I really think what the problem is with 1501 is they only have one. Honestly, it's not just 1501; just anyone who signs women in general. They only have one way to market women, and they only know that way to get them out there. They don't know anything else, which is why I think a lot of these girls honestly need to stop getting these deals because, like, it's not gonna work in your favor in the end because. They're, they're copying. Like, they're just doing copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste. No one is putting no actual attention into you and, like, trying to make you grow as a person. They're just doing what they already saw and are like, okay, as to compare with men, male artists, they'll put the attention to, like, fit their aesthetic or, like, fit what they are and, like, find that target audience and put in the work for them to grow as a person. As to where the girls, they can only grow in one way. So it's like, they gotta stop at some point. Like, they got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's like, like moving on to like the next thing, not moving on, but just like looping that in no. with Issa Rae, because you know now Issa Rae has her, um, her record label radio with Warner Brothers. And she's talking about how mm-hmm. like the music industry is the worst 
industry she has right. ever worked in. It's so archaic and, um, you know, it's villainous almost and how, you know, the people are petty and, um, and it's like a lot of like what these artists like go through publicly when they're calling these people out is the type of stuff that Issa Rae is calling out, you know, in this interview that she did talking about the music industry. And, you know, if anybody can fix it, Issa can, but we don't want to put that right. all on her. <laughs> no, <we can> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it's not shocking to like think of an industry or see right. an industry as um exploitative and stuff like that. Cause that's just, the world that we mm-hmm. live in. Yeah. But for her to, at least in this article, present as being like super shocked about it. Right. It's, clear, it's clearly way worse than, worse than what we even know. know. Yeah. It's people yeah. who like, will probably, who knows if we'll ever do anything in the music, right. music industry to fully get the inside. But it must mm-hmm. clearly be way worse than what we just think about like this petty deal that Megan has with her. Um, right. Like, her who, 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 who really knows how deep this shit runs? You know what I mean? Like there are right. select few who get in and really know how deep this shit really is so it's crazy and is there offered and is there opportunity to change the industry too because like i think about like monopolies of like you know how people own things and yeah they're like, like people have like the top of these record labels companies. like what there's sony who owns like what no exactly like, and, like there's there are only a few and then they like, yeah, so at the point, yeah. And the fact that, and I was going to say, like, and the fact that, like, Issa, like, signed to Warner Brothers, like, great, she has her own um, record label, but it's, like, how much can, like, one one entity change the game of things, you know what I mean? Like, there's still, uh, like, a system and a whole industry that right. is, like, They'll be breaking built, it down forever. Like, yeah, they'll <laughs> be breaking on, it down forever, you know? Built on, you know, breaking down, uh, black people and things like that like you know not to bring up again men but it just makes me think of how like all the time and it's like kind of the same thing that happened with like bobby Schmurda, the the same thing that ha- that's happening right now with like Pushaisky, where it's like they'll 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 bring these these kids because they are kids out of like nowhere out of the hood out of wherever they come from give them a really big hit, then all of a sudden they get hit with the charge. You know, everybody getting caught up going to Rolling Loud to work. Draco the Ruler got killed at Rolling mm-hmm. Loud, at Rolling Loud, just going to work. These young kids, they give them these, like, probably terrible, like, one-off, like, we'll give you this amount of money. These kids ain't never seen that amount of money in their life. Then the next thing you know, they have the biggest song of the summer, the biggest song of the whatever. Then two months later, they in jail. And now they facing life. Right, it was like all that hard work for what? You don't think you don't think that's suspicious? You don't find that Ooh. suspicious? Okay, come on, Doctor Uma. No, but you don't. <laughs> but you don't find that suspicious though. Like I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but nah, you the not going to jail. But like you, fast now. but you not gonna tell me that somebody at Rolling Loud is not working for the feds. Like I hate Ooh. to be that person. But that I just would never go there because it just seems like these niggas is the feds. Because why is somebody always getting arrested at Rolling Loud? Why is niggas getting killed? Why is niggas getting killed at Rolling at at a fucking music festival? I came here to perform, to work. This is my job. And somebody, you allow somebody in with a knife to stab me? Please, yeah. Please, you ain't telling me that this shit is not happening. Like it's not. It's not. I don't think things are coincidence. Um. You know, yeah. it's been a little crazy it's but crazy. Uh, back to the article i do want to kind of highlight some things that she did yeah. 
I guess some positives okay. <laughs> since we started with, you know, her calling out the industry. Um, they asked her a question about uh, Insecure Soundtrack and how, like, it incorporates a lot of women in hip-hop and R&B, and they asked her if she felt inspired. And she said she doesn't really feel um, inspired by it because although Insecure Soundtrack has, like, you know, put a lot of women on, and it's kind of, I guess you can say, one of the first shows to start using women like heavily in there. Yeah, consistently. Yeah. Consistently. Too. In there, mm-hmm. um in the show, but she was saying like how it's really kinda of only one sound that really blossoms and you can tell like by award shows and stuff like that. But she is grateful for the fact that um her music producer, I I wanna believe his name is uh Care Carrie. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. He was willing to take a chance and like really like put in the work to get these artists to um bloom so i'm really excited for that they talk about that in the documentary too if you all watch that about how they were able to even just not on the music side like just how they were just to get things done and like really work in the community and really try to get these artists out there as well as like the actresses and Mm -hmm. the producers and writers that they've had on there so when people try mm-hmm. to downplay insecure, you can't downplay it. Yeah. You might not like it, but like you Never. can't talk about the impact that it, it has had I, on Hollywood and I'm, just outside. Yeah. I'm on season five um now of okay. Insecure. Um so I am basically all caught up. I'm not finished yet. Uh but I'm working my way there. And you know, I like it. You know, it's like very good. I don't get what people say about like, you know, it not being like the episodes not being long enough. I think they are perfectly like, you know We're just greedy. Yeah, y'all <laughs> No, yeah, I was like, we're just being greedy. <laughs> but it's like also it. the experience it's also the experience I think when you Watch were it. watching it like live. Right. Like the engagement from like Twitter and stuff like that. Like you love the banter right. that happened I'm sure. from it. So I'm sure. I'm sure. And I saw all of that, but I wasn't actively right. engaged in that. But Moving on, so Remy Ma is launching Ooh. an all-women battle rap league. Now, I feel yeah. like battle rap is always one of those spaces, and it's crazy. You know, thinking of, you know, people like Roxanne Shantae and mm-hmm. um, like that. that bat, but battle rap, I feel like, is a space that has not always been so inclusive of women. Like, mm-hmm. when, you, when you learn about, like, all these, like, big battle rap, like, competitions and things like that, like... Very rarely are there women included in it, but I think, you know, that it's a space that could, like, there's so much room for, like, them Mm -hmm. to dominate, you know? So I think it's so interesting that this is, like, where Remy Ma is headed, like, with her, you know, career, and I'm excited to see, like, what it would look like. I don't know, but I she definitely gives me that know. energy. I don't think she yeah. did. She, I, I, wonder I, why I feel like that's what, yeah. Rap, you know? Compares, like, making your own label, but you, you know? But you know, I think that's, like, where she could shine. When I think about Remy Ma, I'm so like, too. battle rap is her thing, because she doesn't really have any, you know, <laughs> she is no whole something far. Different. Yeah, definitely something different. And, and I think, like, also the way that she's structuring, um, I guess, like, the league and stuff like that, because in typical battle rap, like, obviously, like, if you fuck up or if you, like, you know, um, mess up on your lines or whatever, you're kind of, like, mixed. And so I think being able to give the people their space to be able to be, like, okay, I had a mess up, I can come back next time and be able to, like, still battle and not have, like, um, stain on my, like, rep, I guess, within this community. So I like the way that she has it set up. But um, I agree, though, but, like, with women 
in the battle rap like scene with men and stuff like that it's like they have to be a hundred percent perfect um like they have to be flawless with with their delivery Mm -hmm. their flow their lyrics because it's like everything is getting examined with like a microscope so i think that this will be a good opportunity for like women to be able to have the space to be able to like try different things and not be penalized by like a larger crowd and i also think it's a good space to work on your skills you know Mm -hmm. you know we don't if if we're talking about how we um you know want women to you know stop and i use quotes when i say this sounding the same then we need to make Mm -hmm. space for people to grow into this kind of thing and i think battle rap is great because a lot of great rappers have come out of that space um and have mm-hmm. like with incredible like differences in their sounds so i'm i'm mm-hmm. very excited to see what this whole what kind of rap battles are we gonna see um what is this what platform? artists are, gonna, what come artists are gonna come out of it what's gonna happen i think it's really exciting so congratulations to remy ma and congratulations to remy ma on getting a full-time role on the show queens because eve is having right. a baby and has to leave the show Mm. now i'll be honest i have not watched queens um i'm behind behind on it watch it okay go ahead take over it's it it is drama baby like they they have been shot not shot is it is this like tyler perry yes no please don't say that (laughs) no it because at least it gives you the back Round. It gives like, like real yeah. like content. Okay. It gives content for it. I mean the context for it. Context, yeah. Um. So right now where they are at in the show last week. Well, by the time you all got uh hear this episode, it'll be two episodes from the new year. Mm-hmm. Um. So Eve is gone, and I guess spoilers. She was the one who got shot, and they tried to play it off as if like she died. But at the end of the episode, like we see that she doesn't die. And now what they're doing actually on the show is that the the rap group, the girls, uh, the nasty bitches, uh, they're creating their own label. So Remy Love Ma it. is like gonna be the first artist that they sign and stuff. So Love it. I think this is gonna be interesting to watch and see how it like correlates with what's going on uh, in the real world because we know Bali Baby has her label, her all uh, uh female yes. label, and then like Remy Ma is doing this all women battle rap so it's interesting to see when they like touch on things like they touch a little bit on like colorism and why like the latino girl had to come in so mm-hmm. they've kind of given small insights as to what's mm-hmm. going on and what like we already know yeah i like how it can like you, you can correlate it to real yeah, yeah it mirrors to real life <laughs> the yeah. real music industry so good. That's excited really for good. remy also excited for eve sad she had to go but she's having a baby yeah, congratulations congratulations to her and her white husband um, on, <laughs> on their little bundle of joy um okay so the next thing so lil kim and missy elliott um mm-hmm. are on the member of the xxl awards board now what this is one the I'm xxl really excited about. what is this i don't know what the okay. xxl well, awards more context. are <laughs> so basically the um double xl is coming back with uh, an award show there won't be huh. actual- how convenient how convenient after after our award show now now they saw uh-huh. ours and then huh. they were like we got to do our huh. own now Let's see what the well, let's see what these categories are. Do we need to copyright some things? <laughs> um. So there for this year, there won't be an actual award show. They're just I'm assuming they're just gonna like announce the winners and stuff on on their platforms or whatever. Um. 
I don't, we don't know what the categories are and we don't know who's nominated in these categories. But what I will say and like what makes me excited about this is that, so there's a big board that they have. And to me, I think it's a good mixture of uh, different types of people in the music Yeah, I was looking through it. There's a lot of different types of people. And there's a lot of women who are like on the behind the scenes part of uh and that's music. that's yeah. what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. That's so good. I was so looking that's at like that. what's really exciting to me. So outside of Lil Kim and uh, Missy, there are some other names that you all will probably know: Angela Yee, um, Angie oh, Martinez, yeah, well, yeah, Mona Young, course, yeah. Mona Scott Young. Yeah. Um, but there are also some women who like I just I just like look to see like what they who they are and what they do. Didn't know that a woman was the president of a uh, QC. Yes, like, yes, um, I did know that actually. Low key, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> so it was good to find out that. Uh, there's like a couple A and R people from like Three Hundred. Right, uh, yeah, there's a lot of quote unquote heavy hitters amongst the women. And like, yeah. if you click on the, if y'all go to the link and like uh, look at it, yeah, if you click on their, profile, yeah, there's more descriptions. It has a little description and right. stuff and like mm-hmm. where they come from, what they've done, and it's. I guess that was, like, the most interesting part for me because, like, those are kind of the people who I really want to talk to and right. see, like, what it looks like in the background. What does that right. work look like being a part of the Migos uh, put, bringing out uh, Culture 3, the album, and just seeing how Culture 3 just, like, was such mm-hmm. a big thing and the woman was the marketer behind that. Like, what is that process? I want to see what they bring to this um, mm-hmm. award show, like, I like yes, it's good that there are a lot of women on there, but will the women get nominated? Will they get considered in these categories? Um, even like queer artists, are they gonna get considered and be recognized in these categories? So exactly. I'm interested to see like what they bring and like what they actually stand for exactly. while being on this board. So That's I'm excited for this. I'm excited too. You know, you just got me more excited. Same. Yeah. Um. So Dream Doll uh, was on, um, what is it, Angela Yee's She's on lip service with Angela Yee, and she was talking about surgery and how, you know, you know, everybody's talking about how, like, oh, the BBL era is over, like, the Kardashians mm-hmm. are taking out their butt implants, and now all the girls want to reverse their shit. Um, don't agree with that. But I think it's interesting. (laughs) Well, well, here's my here's my BBLs aren't dying. No, no, not at all. But here's my here's my thing that I think because she was talking about how she's she wants a more natural body, but and it's a much more difficult process of taking the word natural body. But yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh huh. She 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 says it's a difficult process to take it out, take out the BBL or the butt implants. Like, you have to go through stages. And she says she's had four different surgeries to, to like, uh, to make it look more natural, quote, unquote. And um, that's, like, she says it's a very difficult process and it's painful. And I'm, like, I'm sure. And, you know, we talk about, we've talked about a lot about, like, the ideal body type or what a, a woman in rap has to look like in order to make it. Um, and here's what I think about dream doll and what she's doing like right now because she just got this new record deal you know like before Mm -hmm. um she well wasn't it with mortar oh i didn't know that yeah she got like she she got a record deal um so she signed to like warner music group or some one of the their subsidiaries or something like that um 
everything I've been hearing from her lately is a lot better than the stuff I heard from Dream Doll in years past that made me think she wasn't serious about this. Fendi facts. Yeah. And that she was maybe, you know, just like wanted, um, you know, to rap because it was cool and was actually just interested in like, you know, looking good and all this stuff. Fendi facts. And I think, (laughs) I think she is serious about music now. I think she's serious about rap. I think she's serious about her skills. I think she's serious about improving and about being an overall artist. And I think, you know, she's very young. And I think when she made this decision to get all this work done, there was a lot going on. You know, there's like you grow up in this era of social media and you're a person like Dream Doll who has this audience and this access. So you can make money off of going to get your body done. And there's, and you don't actually think of the long-term effects of like, is someone going to take me seriously as the kind of rapper I want to be when I look this way? You know what I mean? When I've branded myself on looking this way. Um, and I think she is in a place in her career where she wants to grow and where she wants to be taken seriously. And I think she thinks that she can't do that if she still is giving this, you know, quote unquote, Instagram model, um, Fashion Nova model, aesthetic, uh, and body type, you know? So Oh, so you're saying that, like, because she um, did, like, the BBL look, you don't think that the music industry is taking her as seriously? I think that's what she thinks. Oh. I'm not saying that that's the truth. But I think, yeah, I yeah. think that's what her thought process is. And mm. I think her... her wanting to go back to her more natural body um, look is um, a part of this like rebrand that I think she's like going uh, in the, in the throes of right now. He has to go on K. Michelle's show. Um, <laughs> K. Michelle has a show on Lifetime. Have you all seen no, that? No, I have it's not. Like, Why would I watch oh, this? <laughs> you know, I've been on a lot of Lifetime because of the holidays recently. So oh, I've been seeing her, her advertise. I do. I watched Merry Little Christmas with Kelly Rowland, all three oh, movies um not but, all three yeah. I didn't... yes but Kate Michelle has a show on there called like um it's like going under the table like our horror stories of like going through these transformations with their bodies um and it talk- obviously talks about like her experience um with her implants and like um the recovery process from that but yeah I I don't know like I I never thought about how like um potentially uh I guess having this way of like looking like the BBL look um would impact how potential like people would view me within the music industry well I when guess. you think about As a potential it knock. if you if you think about it especially in like this social media era and like people I'll say people hate like the IG girls like they they hate them for what they, they do really and that's they what really that's do. my thing so, that's like, what I was in it kind of bleeds in so when i first saw mm-hmm. her talk about this um I, I i think we're on the same page mariah but like i kind of saw it differently not necessarily about the body type but as soon as she was talking about getting her stuff removed i was like oh baby it's because you can't perform <laughs> like that too that too <laughs> you want to be potentially you would like to get in a point where you're seen as a performer, not just someone who walks back and forth on the stage. Right. You give right. A like a certain show. sweetie we know. That's what I'm saying. And like, I honestly did start thinking about sweetie a little bit and how like every time she's performing, she can't breathe and 
she's huffing and puffing. We can't get a sentence out of her without a <laughs> like. It's, That's so true. So I think what's happening is, and I think it's gonna happen to a lot of the girls if they want to be seen as a performer, someone who does the dancing and have the big shows, and you know, really bring out the energy and who just doesn't walk back and forth. And I'm not against the walking back and forth. I think the girls can do that too. Um, they're going to have to get their health in check. Like exactly. it, the the table says flip. I know a lot of times when we just think about health in general, it's more about looking right. healthy and not actually being, being healthy. healthy, not actually, you know, That's so true. putting in the work. Cause I'm be honest, the, the IG rapper girls, they all popping bottles every day, eating shrimp and lobster. Oh my and god! Like, Terrible. I'm going on a, a two day cleanse because I got a show next week. What? Baby, that two day cleanse is not gonna do nothing for you. That's not <laughs> how it works, baby. You just gonna be hungry and cranky. Like you are gonna be up there still looking a mess. So can't I think breathe. The, <laughs> I think a lot of the girls are taking their career a little bit more serious, and they're and I like, think it's because they see the but you like can oh it can happen for me you yeah, know like, like look what can happen for me if i take it seriously and a lot of them do have the talent to actually like put in some real work exactly honest, even if you look at megan she made a at least a real public health um change exactly because right. in the beginning we was she was do say all day all day down the boat. yeah driving the boat next thing you know savage goes crazy and people want real shows from her exactly she got a whole workout uh <laughs> you know, plan right, going routine. on. She's on night right, right, right. So I think what's happening is a lot of the girls are reverting because of their health. Like they got to get their health in check if they really want to be seen as a performer and really start getting these daytime shows, these nighttime, uh, you know, the, those performances and stuff. And like they want them to be good and want them to be memorable. So that's so when when they. Oh, no, I was just going to say, that shit that Doja Cat did at the VMAs, where she was, like, floating through the air and, like, doing like, that. No you, shit, can't, you can't do that. You can't do that if you're not rehearsing, baby. If you're not taking care of your body. And you can't do that you if can't you're just coming do off that. the table three days before. Like, you I'm can't so do sorry. that. <laughs> it's not just a look. These people put in the work. Lizzo puts in the work, okay? You can't be mm-hmm. as good as Lizzo if you're not actually putting in the work and going to rehearse. Like, what did Beyonce say? She said people don't like to rehearse because it humbles them. You are not, it's it's not. And it shows. And it shows. (laughs) It really shows who rehearses and who doesn't. You know, I hate to pit them against each other, but it really does show who rehearses and who doesn't. I was going to say, like, so um, Dream Doll kept saying, like, going back to, like, her natural body. So do you think that's going to be the new wave of things of, like, natural but like in the sense of like not even not even like not even them like their selves like what they were naturally before but it's like them augmenting themselves to be what their image of what natural looks like though no and the only reason why i say no is because at the end of the day this bbl look that became a thing um it's very natural to some black women because i hate to say that like oh this is a black woman thing like I'll say a majority like this, this, this is how people naturally look. So you can't really give this natural talk when some people naturally have right. the big, I'm just going to say have the big butt, the thighs and like, mm-hmm. so the only thing I could say is for at least black women, I really think we as a whole just need to stop imitating 
white women imitating us. Because at the end of the day, we're going to lose at the end. So how people are talking about like how this natural body thing is coming back. Basically, a slimmer look is coming back or whatever. When did being skinny ever go out of style? I'm going to say it never went out of style. It never went out of style. But also, like, you're going to lose in the end as a black woman. Because if your natural body was already built, then what? Now what? (laughs) So, yeah, this this skinny going back in, it the girls are still going to have what people consider over overly done BBLs mm. and stuff like that. That's not going to go anywhere. And the attention towards that is not going to go anywhere. Like people, people say that to like shame those who did get their bodies quote unquote overly done. And like mm-hmm. that shit ain't going nowhere. Sorry. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So mm, on to our main conversation. So, a conversation, a conversation we've been thinking, we've been talking about having for like months now. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about albums. Let's talk about albums and albums. Fifty K for a verse, no album out. <laughs> <laughs> and my money's so tall, and my Barbie's gotta climb it. Um, the amount of times I say that randomly throughout okay. the day, and I'm. <laughs> It's a quick one to material girl. Material girl. Yeah, material girl. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, talking about albums and album rollouts. So, um, Shami, why don't you t- tell us your thought process? Because this is like your idea. So tell us what your, your, your like thought process, what are your thoughts on albums in today's yeah, so 2022, what we know the music industry as? When we were talking about topics, I thought albums was a, well, we all kind of thought albums was a good one to start with because... It is the start of the new year, and you know, last year we didn't get that many um, women in rap albums. I would say we probably got a handful of five. You know, Lil Sims, uh, she had a really good album. Uh, Megan Stallion, Doge Cat. So we we didn't really get that many. We got a couple mixtapes, but it wasn't as heavy as it was um, in like 2018, 2019, when the girls were just like dropping. They were dropping like crazy. So. I really just wanted to have a conversation of like, how do you all see albums in the digital era? Do you see them the same way you did back in the day? What do albums mean to you in this time and space? And how do we all just kind of see albums moving forward? Like, are albums even important in this digital space where you could just drop music however you feel? So, once I have a conversation about I- that and just, yeah, we have some questions, you know. We can go through those if anything else pops up. It's a conversation, yeah. basically. <laughs> no, I think about how I like view albums as like when I was growing up versus now, and I feel like it's remained the same. Um, and I think a common thing that like based off of like some guiding questions that Jeremy provided is like I think it all comes back to like honesty and like artistry, and it's like it comes about telling your story, not faking about like your situations or like who you are like being able to be reflective um whether that's on some like real deep shit of like going through a breakup or um a situation you had growing up um i think being able to true back to that and see a progression through a i would say like 12 to 15 track album um to be able to tell whatever story you give um i think it's unique to the artist because it's like i think there's definitely artists nowadays who don't care about like albums they're just like i'm pushing something out trying to put some streams up whatever but i think the artists who care care 
And you can see that within their rollout and also within like the success of the album. Yeah, I think, you know, people like to say that the art of like album making is lost because it's not the way that it used to be. But, you know, like Rihanna said, like it's I don't think it's ever going to truly be lost because there's always going to be a generation who is influenced by the last generation who still care about their artistry, who still care about storytelling, who still care about structure, who still care about weaving like this, creating a whole world around their album, who care about like building up the hype around a really around an album they're really excited about. And, you know, I think a lot of people are just like, let me drop this picture on Instagram. This is who's going to be on the album. And then it comes out. And then I'm like reposting people, posting about it. And that's it. But for some people, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see people like Doja Cat, like Lil Nas X, why are they, they're still promoting their shit. They're still promoting still an album, still performing from that album because they put the work into it. There are people, you know, who like, they, like their albums go are always so anticipated and their rollouts are always so anticipated and they have people waiting for what, what are you going to do? When are you going to drop? What are you going to do? How is it, how's it going to look? You know, people like Adele and, and Drake who do the big billboard thing, like let's build all this hype around what we're about to like release because we want people to be tuned in to what we're doing. Or like Cardi, you know, when she and Meg released WAP and the whole rollout behind the way that that happened of just building anticipation. I don't think we get that anymore because we live in, you know, a time of instant gratification where people feel like they need it and they need it now and then they care about it, boom, it's gone. But when it's good and it's really good, like, you know, niggas got hits that stick like grits. Like you not you not just go hit it and quit it. You keep you keep going yeah. back to the Down ones the that are good. You I'm keep going back to the ones that you remember. That just kind of going off that, uh, going off your point about um, people who like continuously promote their work, you can tell when they believe in an album, exactly and when they right, know that that album right. is good, or when mm-hmm. that project is good. When you see them still promoting it, like a week after, when there's a real strategy behind them, or when they're promoting different songs on it, I'm gonna say when, when you can get more than one single, more from than the song, one single. Like, come I mean, on. not from the song, from the album, but remember, like, and they're performing it, and they're like still like six months in. I'm about to be on the VMAs, and guess what? Your girl's performing again. Kiss me more. <laughs> like, and you and you know what? And you know what? And niggas still want to hear it. And you want to know why? Because right. every one of them performances, a say so, was different. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Every one of those performances was different. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, but I do also agree that like I think in what happened in this digital era is that the marketing behind uh, these albums is just lackluster because I don't think people they are depending are on really, the consumer. They're com- depending on the internet and the consumer to do the work for them. And the gag is even though these people got all these like nice fan pages and stuff like that, Baby. I'm not looking to be spam. Like, exactly that's the thing. <laughs> that's not how I do it. I need to see you on a talk show. I need to see you perform. I want to see the interview. I want to see you on on the cover of a magazine. I want to see it. Let's let's see it. Let's see. Let's see some. Let's see you put in some effort. I want to see you out there putting in the hours. You want me to go stream that shit? You need to be clocking. You need to be clocking those fucking hours. Okay. And I think I think it's hard 
for the women in rap to continue to like all at least on the board continuously do that because let's be real the labels that they're assigned to how much do they believe in them so like my exactly. example in my head is i'm thinking of city on lock city on lock that pissed me a off good album city on lock is so good it's such so to me what's a good album i guess i'll start there it's something that can like encapsulate who you are in that moment in the era that you're in so if like i go back to listen to it i can truly be like this was doja cat in, in the hot pink era like this was right, it. Right. this tells the story of doja cat and hot pink and this is how it's different from doja cat and planet her like you can totally. feel the growth feel see the, the growth yeah. see the differences and just like see the changes for the better or even if it's for the worse you can really tell an era change a mood change Mm-hmm. You on mute, Brian. Right, you're on oh mute. shit, I'm on mute. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I was just no, no. I was just no. I was just agreeing with what you're saying because for me, what what makes a really good album is when I can tell people are trying to grow. When I hear yeah. when I hear in their music that their artistry has changed or their artistry is growing, I'm like, damn, I fuck with this. I fuck mm-hmm. with a person who who who's even if they were already good or already great. That they never stop because you you never stop being a student because this they industry, never stop improving they always this, cared <laughs> the industry the yeah. industry is always changing right people's consumer consumer wants and needs are always changing the world is always changing so when you see people trying to be adaptable and they really care about the music and they really care about you know them them themselves them as people and their growth I think they put that into a good album and it lasts. And it's life in general, right? That's true. Like, that's also true. You know, like, you know, there's no one best version of yourself. There's just different versions of you. Okay, no, that um, was deep. That was <laughs> deep. Kind of, okay. Okay. Unlock and how, like, they failed that. Yeah, we really, they failed. No, they, they failed them. Failed they failed the project. city girls so bad with that. And they're about but to release a new I album. I do have to question if they, um, if these labels actually believed, believed in, them in them as, like, to be, Ooh. like, true artists, not just how we were talking about drop a couple singles and keep yeah. it pushing. But like, right. si- like especially that one, I just feel like there was it so hurt. much. It hurt. Because it got PR leaked. that could have been behind it. Like PR that could have been right. behind it so much. Marketing that could have been behind it so much. Even, you know, a little performance every now and then. You know, they ain't the best performances, but <laughs> we could have got but a little if bit. They, if they had the support. And like, they guess- could be. They could be, and as I'm, as we going back to the double XL, if they had home, like why wasn't Homegirl on their team, like trying to push this out? That's what right. I was about advocating to say. for them, advocating for them. Like who's yeah. doing all this shit for the Migos? Why can't you do that for City Girls? Isn't that the same label? Right. So what's mm. what's going on over there? Like, are the women over there kind of like, I guess the stepping stool to get to you know get the men going crazy, the Migos, little baby? Because little like baby has been going nuts. Yeah, for the past like year and a half hasn't stopped and that nigga has the machine behind him now because that nigga is on everybody's everything and his shit is going crazy why can't the city girls have that the city girls and lakia like the talent is already there the identity is already Mm -hmm. there there's no more you need to do with them i mean you can help them with writing and stuff but and with the city girls especially the fan base is there Exactly. Like, Lakia, yeah, she's still growing the fan base, but the City Girls are quite solid in their in their presence on the internet, at least. That's true. That's true. 
So yeah. Well, what was the last album that you all listened to that was like a great album through and through? Planet Her. I believe that. Um, I if I were to say like, because some people don't consider Planet Her like a full rap album debatable okay. no rap album is ever a full rap album that's the true okay. statement <laughs> yeah that's true but um i would say the outside of planet her i would say the last album or project that i thought were really solid and really like showed the identity of that person in that era um ho why is you here Flo Millie. Oh, I think that was fuck such yeah. a great introduction to And there's another pe- person who got failed. Yeah, because that, that should that have been. been it. Yeah. And it, for me, it was. I mean, but, yeah, for me, as an album, it was. It went double platinum in my headphones. In my house, that shit is diamond. Okay? Because it's still getting played. Yeah, I think that was another one that definitely should have got way more push. Such a good introduction to like what Flo Millie could do and who she was. But also, I think. um Honestly, all of Young Baby Tate's projects, so like the girl album okay. and even After the Rain, I just think she does a really good job at just like capitalizing what energy, what feeling, what mood she wants to um put in a project. Like she does a good job at staying on track. The songs are like always fitting to whatever the project is about. So like, you know, After the Rain was like about a breakup mm-hmm. and, you know, sad bouncing back and we got those different songs with it the the girl project was just all about different types of girls and like it was fun it was flirty it was i just think she's just so good at what she does in general i agree and then when you put it in like project setting or project mode she just really Mm -hmm. knows how to capitalize whatever she wants to capital uh you know you know another one um that i think of now that you say that um that was really good it um rico nasty's anger management Like you make sure your features aren't just like, oh, here's a big name. Like you right. are random. Yeah. And even nasty. Even Rico Nasty's nasty. I was gonna album. say Nate Nasty's mm-hmm. album was gonna be mine. Um, but also Tina Snow. Oh fuck um, yeah. That album. Oh yeah. Fuck Front to yeah. back. Front to back. Fuck yeah. When I first heard Tina Snow, bitch, it was over. It was I was like, what is this? It was over. No skips. I, no skips. I was instantly like, who is this bitch? And what where what, I no, I no, I it was it was over. Like, I know legit, legit, it was a moment. <laughs> right, that's what an album should do. An album should really be a moment. It should stamp it should, some, yeah. And you it should know, be your stamp of who you are. And you know what? Right. When I think of Invasion of Privacy, when I think of that album, I feel like before that came out, I had my doubts about really? what Cardi B was. I had my I doubts about her too. ability yeah. to be more, well, to be more than just a features artist. To be more than just a singles artist. I agree. To be more than just like an Instagram turned rapper. When that came, mm-hmm. when that album came out, it, it erased all doubts in my mind. 
you felt the heart and you felt the soul. Like and you, you felt, felt her hunger. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Honest. It was it was mm-hmm. honest. It was hungry, and I, and it was worth the wait. You know, she was like, nervous yeah. about about releasing it, and I get why because it was ambitious. It really was, mm-hmm. especially at that time to be someone. Yeah, with everything that was going on. Shit, hell yeah, hell to be yeah. Instagram star and like, I guess I would say I didn't necessarily think Cardi B would be who she is now. I don't think anybody did. I did kind of see like, oh yeah, she might do a little something here and there. But yeah, if you think about like back in the back back in the day, girl, I don't remember like 2017. Like what, 2016? 2018. 2016. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Something like that. Um, oh no, something like that. Okay. Just to even think to be like an art, I mean, a rapper, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. an Instagram person who just like makes people laugh to put out something as serious. I would say this is the one time where I like agree with the idea of like, I'm proving y'all niggas wrong. Cause you know, exactly. I hate the, yeah. I'm proving men. I want to prove the men. I want the men to like me. This is the one time where I'm like, this was the, like, this was a reason to do it. This yeah. was the mm-hmm. purpose yeah. to actually want to prove yourself, quote unquote, to men. Like this, this delivered far beyond your, I just want men to like me as a rapper right. and seen as hard and get the mail. Right. Like, fuck mm-hmm. that. But this one was like, yeah. Right. Be really doing something with this. Wait, so <laughs> let's turn it to negativity. What was the last worst album you listened to? Y'all already know my answer. I was gonna say Queen. Queen. Grandma's Good Day. Good news. I said Good Day. Good news. Oh, I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you wanna okay. know something? I. Well, this is gonna go into a question as well. I okay. really hate that this being like her first album. Because I just really don't, I don't think, I'm going to be honest, I don't think Megan, this might be a hot take, truly Ooh. has, oh, this is going to sound bad, a, a musical identity as a mainstream artist just yet. And I feel a lot of that is because of the record label, whatever. But I just feel like you can tell from that album because it was just kind of all, all over the place. It was it all over the really place. It just really did I think because of the success of um, Savage and her just being like, it was more of a bum rush into the mainstream, not like a gradual right. growth. We didn't mm-hmm. fully get what a first album is supposed to do and how it's supposed to introduce you into the mainstream if that's like what your first and I if think that's your first she time knows your that. Album. I feel like she had to know that, you know? Yeah, but like, do you think good. we get albums like that? Any Well, we don't. Well, I'm not gonna answer. But do y'all think we get albums where like the in, like it's their introduction to the mainstream, if that makes sense, or like their album being an introduction in general? Well, yeah. Do y'all think we get that? Well, yeah, because I think that's what Invasion of Privacy was. I was about to I say Invasion say, yeah, of okay. Privacy. I was like, I was like, I'm trying to think like purposefully or not though. Like, um, I think I was gonna say also me. Fever. I was gonna say fever. See, but for I don't Meg. agree with that because I don't think fever was what that was. Was I think fever? It was like they were capitalizing on like Tina Snow, oh, which Tina is just Snow. gone, which is just mm. like had like a really big moment, like a whole year after it got released, and then that's when we, you know, learned about fever and it was coming out. And I think it was much bigger in the streets than it was on the charts. On the main, yeah, series, you yeah. know what I mean. So okay. I think that's that. Fair. I think in our circles, it was like, yeah, fever, this, that, but in reality... Right, to the public, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the only reason why I asked about... Well, because I... 
I think some of those like people consider EP like people be real heavy on like this is an EP not an album like yeah. I don't get the difference but whatever um, <laughs> but the only reason why I'm thinking about it is because as we are in the digital space and you can just put music out as you feel freely I would say like back in the day when like music had to come out on a CD like the album was the first introduction to someone more or less like you may have got a few singles here and right. there but like it was the first real collective of them like putting themselves out there and putting um their music out there as to where now I get a whole bunch of singles from someone that could potentially look like an album and then by the time it like a project actually comes or when it's time to make something that there hasn't been time to actually really like formulate your identity or figure out like what musically works for you what doesn't your trial and error I guess because we we see people grow compared to back in the day, we we didn't see them grow. Like we saw the the hard work already done. It's kind of hard to get even solid projects. Yeah, out. I don't know if that makes they're sense. constantly <laughs> testing. No, yeah, because it's Cause like they're, they're constantly ho- testing so the public, water. You know, yeah, yeah. Is so public. Is so public. the whole process is so public. Mm-hmm. You That's know, so, um, so, yeah. so who I mean, do we think is dropping? Yeah. I think definitely Cardi B, yeah. but I feel like I said that last year. But I did, I really do think she, yeah, she got pregnant. But, I thought like uh, we would have got one last year if she, if she hadn't got pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, yeah, I think she's gonna drop one. I think Sweetie's dropping. Um, and then I also think I hold your Lotto. On that one. I think Lotto's gonna drop an album this year too. I think so too. I think Nicki, Lotto won the Sweetie one. I think yeah. I think Nikki's gonna drop an album this year. Oh, really? I do. I do. Oh. I think Nikki's gonna drop an album this year. May I ask what uh, I guess like piques your interest into her dropping? I'm not what, interested what in her dropping. No, 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 an no, no, album, no. I'm not. But... not I'm <laughs> saying like what uh, is something? I guess like if she have been a little bit more public to you or yeah, I feel like there's been a lot going on with her and Amazon. That something's gonna there happen. There has been. You're Wait, right. Something's gonna happen. Well, like she's a lot of her music's been featured in Amazon commercials. Yeah. Um, and she keeps oh, posting yeah. about it. She keeps posting mm-hmm. about it. That tells me that there's something there. There's something there. Mm-hmm. Also, this documentary. You're not gonna tell me that there's not something. Yeah, coming that's out also with true. This. When is, that's when is true. that coming out? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Who knows? I thought it was supposed to be next. Not next year. Last year though, wasn't it? Who I don't know, but um, <laughs> I know that it's coming. And I know that uh, that I I think she's gonna drop an album this year. I think that mm. I think we're gonna have um, some rap girl features on Beyonce's album, but but not, but, not, but not the ones that we think. Like, like not a, a smaller like names. international girls. I think smaller names, international girls. Like I think there there's a better chance of there being like a mix a Miss Bates or a Little Sims or a. Um, on a Beyonce album than there being a Cardi feature on the Beyonce album. Well, did you, did you, oh, this is I like off subject, but someone reported that uh, Cardi and uh, Kanye was shooting a video in uh, the Balenciaga store in Miami. I'm sure they were. <laughs> I don't give a damn, but I'm sure they were. <laughs> I don't put it past them. I believe it. I believe it. You know, he's this whole weird thing with Balenciaga. I checked out of all Kanye everything um that nigga is out of his mind and i and i have no interest in it but i'm sure they were they both are very connected to balenciaga right now so 
if they if they were releasing a song, it would I would believe it. I would. Mm-hmm. Um, who I think dropping the album this year? Um, I think it's time for Bia to give another project, mm. and not in the beginning of the year. Mm. I think later of the year. I think for certain, still has a little bit more fizzle. I do that we can mm-hmm. get out of it. I do agree mm-hmm. with Lotto. I honestly think Dream Doll might try and put something out this year, but I don't think it's okay. gonna be an album. I just, it's probably gonna be like an EP like a mixtape. Mix it's gonna be like, like two or three or four tracks, maybe five. Yeah, I do Maybe. think we're gonna get a lot of projects, more projects in general this year, just because we didn't get that many last year. So I do also agree with Lotto, especially since they're taking her like very serious now. Like it's mm-hmm. it's time to put something else out under this new name. We'll see how this right. stamps her as um Lotto now, not Mulatto. See <laughs> see if we get some growth, some change, and um. I would like a City Girl project, and I would like it to be marketed well. I would actually like to yeah. see a push behind it. I would actually yeah. like to see it do something. I do wonder if Baby Tate is going to do something, because she is with uh, oh, a new label. Yeah. So I, wonder I think she will. I wonder if she's going to do something. I want Doge Cat to take a break. Not because I don't want to hear anything. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want her to burn She just out. needs a break. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's gonna put out an album. Yeah, this year. but um, I want to hear some. Uh, I want to get an album from like the international girls as well. I want Shansia to actually put out an album, mm. like mm. a collective body of work. Yeah, I want something from uh Steph, cause I think there's a lot to explore with her. So yeah, I would like to get some. Even if we don't get albums, I would like some projects, and not just projects of. Here's me dumping all my songs that I had in the vault. Like, I do want some thought put into the, even if it's just a small project. Like, I agree. I want it to make sense. Same. We deserve that. <laughs> I do. Like, we were, we were a little, it was a little drought last year. And mm-hmm. we don't want that for this year. Also, granted, <laughs> I just think Jasmine Sullivan took over last year. Good for her. So honestly, well I deserved. wouldn't drop nothing either. You can't be too mad. You can't well, be too mad. Well deserved. I would like to end this. I would like to end this with some negativity before we move on. Before we move on to um uh our music Rex and saying who I don't want to hear any more music from. I All right, let's I, go. I, let's go. I don't know. I don't know what. What what Tay Money has on Jimmy Iovine that all her music is constantly being pushed on Apple Music. I never want to hear that bitch's voice again. I Wait. never want to hear Tay Money's voice again. Really? Never in my life. Outside of um, busting, I don't know. No, oh no, an assignment because of Twitter. I, I hate song. that song more than I can. Fu- I never want to hear Tay Money's voice again. Oh, I, I want that bitch like that. on Apple Music. She is. Why the fuck is her I shit always like, coming up on shuffle? And I always have to thumbs down it. Bitch, I told you I don't want to hear this bitch. I don't want to hear this bitch. I don't want to hear her. Um. So music rec time. Wait, do wait? Did you have one free? Or did you have some? I was like, I, no, I don't think I had anybody. I was not actively not trying to hear next year. Um, maybe. I don't know. Don't come for me to bark, but maybe not Nicki Minaj. And you know what? Um, I'm not gonna promote that part. I don't know. I really. I think. I think. I think. I think she's giving me everything that she she needed to give me at you know my like during my lifetime. I don't know. I'm okay. Like if she stopped, I'd be like, 
That's fine. If she you have a lot, you have enough to write off of. If she does a Jay Z, you know, kind of more so work in the background. Yeah, Maybe do a verse I'm like every I'm cool with that. Then. Yeah, a freestyle just to remind people like who she is. But I'm, I think I'm good. I don't, I, I, I'm I, good. I don't have one that I am not interested in here. I didn't think that through, but I thought that was funny, uh, Mariah. That was good. That was funny. <laughs> You're like I definitely don't want to hear this person going I'm as the same thing too. <laughs> Um, that was funny. I love that. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Where My Girls At, brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a five star review. It really helps. You can find us on Twitter at Where My Girls At Too and Instagram, where my girls at underscore TH. Make sure you check out our other podcasts, Does It Hold Up, The Blacklist, and all the other content we offer on our website, texturedare.com. Until next time.